This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we'll be joining you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, and we have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the podcast. This is podcast episode 16. Today, Sunshine chats with longtime camper and junior counselor Henry Urie about school, gap years, what he learned at camp, and why he's still rocking a flip phone. Today, we're hearing from longtime camper Henry Yeary, and Henry has some really good insights about what makes camp so special, and I really enjoyed listening to he and Sunshine chat. I think one of the big takeaways for me was how much camp influences the rest of our year. I think our tendency is to put camp in a box for the time we're at camp, but Henry's experience shows that camp is so much bigger than that. It was a powerful reminder for me that What we do at camp shapes who we are the rest of the year. I know you're all waiting with bated breath, I can tell, because this is the point in the show where I've been playing some guitar, and today is no different. Now, of course, this is the most stressful part of the podcast for me, because I do this in one take. I don't go back and edit the guitar, so you get to hear the real progress. Here it is, the beginnings of, I hope, On the Loose. Sunshine. How's it going? It's good. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk with you. You have a lot of fun things going on in your life right now. Yeah, I do. So um, first of all, why don't you just start by um, telling a little bit about your history at camp, like how many years you came to camp and sure. all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I um, let's see. I, I first came, maybe it was back in 2004 or something. I was very small. I came with Pretty much my whole family, I have five siblings. Um, so I think four other siblings came, and it was the five of us. The one younger than me was, was too young to come at that time. And we all went, and then that was the first kind of family camp experience. Um, and then waited a year and ended up coming back again for another six years. So I was a camper for seven years, um, and then I was a junior counselor two years, two summers ago. Um, and was working with with Cam Fifteen, the, the young ones. Mm, awesome. So when yeah. you look back, um, you know you're a very memorable camper for all of us, just in terms of your great energy and your really positive outlook about everything. And I'm just wondering you. how you think um, your time at camp just sort of influenced your development as a person and the person you are today. Yeah. Um, first of all, I would say it was a, it was huge. It was it impacted me very heavily. I now like the first the no, most notable thing I can think of is just how interested in nature I am. I it kind of 
my first summer up there, detached. Like you're calling me on on a flip phone. I have a flip phone right now. It's kind of the the disconnect that I have. Um, wow. I just really want to. Yeah, I really want to be just living through my you know my surroundings. I don't want to be on a technological world that is super um, distant from from the one that I'm really living. So I got super interested in nature, being up in the mountains with the lake. Um, you know, being able to something that really stood out to me was how strong of human relationships you can you can build being in nature, surrounded by nature, and away from technology and away from distractions. And so I that was one thing that I, I definitely took from camp and even uh, built upon in my everyday life outside of camp. I, I still go on hikes regularly every single week. Um, there was a period last year where I, I would go on a walk every single day after school. I just kind of needed some time to just kind of walk and and be uh, uh, surrounded by nature. Um, and so I, that's that's the first notable thing that I'd say. Also, I would say finding fun along the way. Um, camp definitely taught me, no matter what the activity I was doing, that there are little snippets of fun that you can enlarge to be just, incredibly amusing and, and you can really find fun and uh, beautiful, positive um, things everywhere, whatever you're doing. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. I just want to go back because you kind of said that quickly about the sure, flip, just, flip phone. Are you, yeah, are you the only there. person in your high school who has a flip phone? I'm just curious. Y- yeah. You know, you know, people poke, poke fun of me asking if it's a dinosaur or whatnot. Um, I am. I think I'm the only one in my in my school that's got a flip phone right now. I didn't have a phone for a little bit. See, I had some issues with like water damage. I'd have a phone and then it, it would get cracked and it would like fall in a puddle. And so my iPhone was no longer. And then I wouldn't have a phone and my mom would make me go get one. And then I was like, all right, I'll, I'll settle for a flip phone. My older brother, who's uh, a fifth year senior at Occidental right now in LA, he also actually is living the flip phone life. So we, we have some jokes about it and, and bond over it. You know, I actually think they're kind of retro and cool, and maybe they'll make a comeback with everyone realizing yeah. how bad it is to kind of be constantly, you know, thinking about Because you feel like when you have a smartphone, it makes you feel like you're supposed to be then checking everything on it all the time. Exactly, and so exactly. if you just don't have those things, it's so awesome. But anyway, I think that's really quite unique. And I don't think you said at the beginning, Henry, why don't you tell everyone how old you are now and kind of what's going on in your life so they know what we're talking about. Sure, yeah. So I'm 18 now. Um, this past summer, I've been really interested in acting pretty much my whole life, um, performing was something that, in entertaining, was something that really um, intrigued me. So I had been acting pretty much through middle school and then a lot in high school. And it wasn't just until this past summer when I was in uh, L.A. I, I was doing a six-and-a-half-week program in Hollywood. And um, kind of after that experience, I, I, I really enjoyed it. But after it, I kind of had to take some time to really think about where I wanted to be heading because it was also when I was deciding about colleges and kind of all of this stuff was on my plate about my future. And I really had to do some um, digging and figuring out what, what really interested me and where I wanted to go. So um, I did the whole college process, which was insightful, but I think camp, honestly, this is something that was interesting. A, a lot of people during the college process felt like they you know, became really self-aware during this process. So they learned a lot about themselves. And I definitely did. That was, that was something that I noticed. But 
I, I felt actually, um, I realized that camp had given me a lot of those tools to be self-aware and um, to understand myself and, and, and what, what drives me, what are my passions. And camp gave me those tools almost better than, than the college process could have. Um, but I still, you know, built on that and, and learned more about myself. And I decided maybe acting wasn't really where I wanted to put all of my eggs, you know, just in that basket. So I kind of took a step back. I'm going to Emory University, which is in Atlanta, which we already um, <laughs> laughed about because Charlotte goes there and she's yeah. a, a freshman now. Um, and so a little bit more of a liberal arts education. And then I, I decided that I wanted to take a gap year. I decided that I, I had been going through school for 12, 13 years, and it's been kind of the same thing over and over again. And some of the, t- some of the moments in my life where I felt like I've learned the most weren't necessarily in school. They were in, in settings that were like camp. They were in settings that were like, I have a job right now working at sports racement. I work retail for ski and snowboard gear. And, you know, I feel like I take a lot a lot away from those experiences. And so I wanted to get out. So I'm going to Ecuador. I'm going to be living, or Senegal, which is in Africa. And I'll be living in a small town, really ingrained in the community. In the community. Um, and I'll be either doing animal conservation or teaching English or, you know, there's a bunch of different options for apprenticeships that you can do. Um, and so that's really my plan. And after that, I'll be going to Indonesia and scuba diving and, and working there with communities and and whatnot, so it's it's kind of a, a, a tentative plan right now, but it's it's shaping out to be pretty exciting. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fabulous! Now I'm wondering, yeah. that's pretty adventurous and brave to go to another mm. country for nine months and immerse yourself in some small town with people you don't know. I'm wondering yeah. if all your years at camp helped you uh, feel that you're okay going places like that on your own. Yeah, it's, there's there's no question. Uh, I. One of your one of the questions that uh, you sent me was, you know, what what are your favorite activities in camp? And that's a, a question that you are often asked at a camp, and and I never really came to one that I felt like was my favorite because I loved them all so much. And then I thought, you know, the meal times to me always stood out as as moments that I was always excited for. I was always excited to go to the dining hall and to be surrounded by a bunch of other strangers that I knew were part of this community and I knew were positive and loving and caring. And so definitely, to answer your question, there's no question that the courage to talk to people, to feel comfortable in a community, I, I definitely gathered that from camp. I would be going to these, uh, you know, the dining hall, to the meals, and interacting with people in the juice line or in the salad bar or in the mm. pasta line. Mm-hmm. And everybody's happy to chat and and, you know, you really get to develop those social skills of being comfortable in a place that is a little bit foreign to you, talking to people that were strangers before but within minutes can become good friends and, and last the rest of your camp session or, you know, go even longer onto. I still keep in – we have a group chat for all of our junior counselors, you know. Mm. I still keep in contact with campers yeah. that I was in a uh, cabin with five years ago, you know. So definitely. That's so, so fabulous. It's funny, Henry, because a lot of times – People, before they come to camp, they think they're coming to camp to go wakeboarding or do the different activities. <laughs> but what all of us who are there know, it's it's what we really like are all the people and being in this big family group. And, you know, and so it's, it's so, so funny true. that you said that the dining porch, because I mean, for me, you know, I love like being together at big campfire or morning assembly or the different yeah. things. So that's that's funny that you can articulate that <laughs> so well, that really the best parts of camp are not the things that anyone has seen on the website, you know? <laughs> it's true, you know, and, and I was thinking about um, 
how I camp, I'm always filled with such such high energy and 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 such like uh, an overwhelming sense of positivity. And I was thinking about this in the same context that you were you were just talking about about the people at camp and. And for some time, I thought maybe it was me who was fueling this energy within myself or this positivity within myself, but it's just not at all true. I, I could go up to the Fresno Mountains, you know, and, and go to camp and uh, go sit at some, some camp by myself and, and wakeboard or, or swim in the sea or go rock climbing, and I wouldn't be filled with half as much energy or, or positivity that I am when I'm at Golero. And it really is the, the environment there and the community that, that gives you all of that energy that fuels you to just go on and be so creative and so energetic and, and just full of life every single day, day after day. And you get that from the other people that you're interacting with. So it, it's, it's an incredible uh, community and an incredible environment. Oh, that's so such an awesome testimonial. Okay. So now of course, tell us what your camp name was when you were a junior counselor. And for, of course, when you come back as a counselor. Yes. Um, so my, my camp name was Raptor. Why my camp name was Raptor? Um, I, I love dinosaurs. I really enjoy basketball. I have a, a basketball hat that's the Toronto Raptors. You know, it, there wasn't, it, it was something that just kind of, it, it, was, it was intuition. I was like, you know, Raptor is a, it was a, a good name. I've always loved dinosaur. Yeah. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. Um, so I went with that. And then uh, kind of on a funny note, my, my older brother, two years older than me, um, he was a camper for one year and then ultimately didn't go back, but decided I, I uh, persuaded him to go back as a, as a counselor and he made his camp name T-Rex. So now we have a family like Dinosaur <laughs> nickname yeah. there. Maybe another person would go Bronchiosaurus. You never know. know. Yeah, no, yeah, now everyone in your family when they come as counselors has to have a dinosaur name. You guys have set the trend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Set the trend. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Um, okay, well, our, <laughs> let's see. What couple last questions. Just yeah. looking at the junior counselor program for kids who are thinking about that, what did you, how did you think that was different and how did you benefit, do you think, from participating in that program specifically after you were done with your camper years at GAC? Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed the junior counselor program. I, I did it, it was the first, I was part of the first group that ever um, started it before I was a junior counselor. There was the CIT program, counselor and training. And then they, they ended up changing it, as you know, to the junior counselor program so that they have, you know, the, the two weeks before where you're kind of training to be a counselor and then the two weeks where you're actually put in the shoes to, to you know, use those skills, um, you know, hands-on experience. And I, I loved it. I thought that the leadership portion of it was, was really strong. I, I think that this actually, you know, same with my years as a camper, but more so junior counselor was really where I got those self-aware tools and felt like I could channel all of my, I felt like I had leadership skills, but they're almost, you know, scattered. They were just littered throughout the air and space. And this kind of junior counselor program allowed me to funnel it and channel it and organize it so I could really, you know, have a tangible sense of, of my leadership skills. Um, definitely with working with kids, I got um, the idea of the, you know, I, I noticed the importance of patience and the importance of, you know, just flooding kindness. You know, if you're telling, you know, your kids to, to not jump on rocks, you might have to tell them more than once to do this. And, and you can't just start, you know, getting angry and, and snap at them after the second time. They're, they're kids. And, yes, you want them to be safe, so remind them. But, you know, you got, you, you got to do it in a, in a nice, light, happy tone. 
uh, every single time you do do it. So it's um, those kind of skills and, and, and tactics, yeah. Okay, so when you come back as a counselor at GAC in a couple yes. of summers or when you're back from your travels, um, what, yes, yes. What, what's your dream job at camp? What, um, what kind of counselor do you want to be? Oh, man, you know, I, I've given this a lot of thought, and surprisingly, the more I think about it, the more I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's so many things there that I would, I would love to get my hands in. I think, though, definitely on the list is being a GC. So okay. I've always really loved bonding with people and to lead and kind of spend a substantial amount of time with, with some kids, um, whatever the age group, honestly, would, I, I would love. So definitely getting my hands in, in that. And yeah, you know, activity wise, if I was to be an activities counselor, I couldn't choose. I, I, I would, I mean, being out on the water has always been nice to me because it's just kind of this sense of, of freedom and openness and ability to express yourself and and you're kind of free and it's carefree uh, out on the water so i maybe something on the lake yeah i don't know it's a tough question well that's good well you know the good thing is there's time for all of it you can come back one summer and do something so we're excited (laughs) exactly we're really excited for that summer when we get you back as a counselor because you will be terrific just like you were as a junior counselor and um just very i believe it'll be my first year after uh after freshman year Awesome. Well, we, we will, we're holding the spot for you. So, <laughs> so you. we're ready for you to be there. So that's, let's see, that's the summer of your, so right now we're summer of 2017. So then you're yeah, probably 2019, 2019. All right. Well, we will just reserve some time away. But... Yeah. That, you know what, as we know, time goes really quickly, doesn't it? Absolutely. Okay. Well, this has been so much fun. I'm going to end with our speed round questions that Soy always asks the interviewees on the podcast. Let's do it. And they are, uh, what is your favorite GAC repeat after me song? Oh, uh, it's, it must be the, the moose song. There was a great big moose. There was a great big moose. He liked to drink a lot of juice. He liked, oh yeah, that's moose's it. Moose's that name is was Fred. <laughs> Yeah. So good. We're going to have to get you to record the whole thing. We can put that up sometime. Okay, how about this, Henry? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know if people want to hear me sing. <laughs> they sure do. Um, what about your favorite item on the salad bar? Oh, you know, I love croutons. I, you know, croutons are great <laughs> even without salad. So I'm just going to go classic and say croutons. Oh, wait, you're one of those campers that goes to the end of the salad bar and just fills up with <laughs> croutons. Yes. I just yes. caught you. You were telling your mom you had a salad every day and it was just a plate of croutons. All right, gotcha. Exactly. And, um, <laughs> okay, and then I think, I don't think you were here last year, but you were here, I think, our first year, or maybe you've heard about them. Do you have a favorite GAC lip balm flavor? Oh, 100%. I still keep the Lakeshore lemonade in my backpack and use it occasionally i had it i I used it like two days ago in my math class i was sitting in calcstat and whipped it out and uh josh josh dennings he i was a camper with him this is a really quick funny that we'll end on i don't want to take too much of your time but when i used to live in new york and the first year i went to gold arrow i was living in new york then the second year i went after a year break was the same year that i was moving from new york to california and so I went and met this kid named Josh Dennings there. I was in his cabin, same age as me. And he was a student at the same school that I was going to be going to after that summer. Oh. So we met. We went to, we, yeah, we met, we met, developed this incredible friendship. We still have, we're still like really great buddies today. Went to camp together for a couple years. 
So when I pull out like the Lakeshore lemonade, you're like, you know what? And you're like, ask for some. It's really funny. So, oh, that wonderful. is such a great story. That gave me the chills. That's so fun. So you were going to a new school, but you already had a good friend because you had met him at camp. That's really fun. Yes. That is and now so we're great. still buddies in math class today. That is so great. And you can just pull out that Lakeshore lemonade whenever you need a little memory of camp. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, that's great. Well, it has been so awesome talking with you. You have such a fun-sounding future coming up, and we can't wait to keep up with you. You must send us pictures and updates on all your travels and adventures so that we can share them with Will the do. whole the whole GAC family because we're all rooting for you as you uh, head out after high school on all these great things. And we Thank can't you. wait to see you back at GAC pretty soon. Yeah, it's been lovely speaking to you. Thank yeah. you for you know, hosting me all those summers in, in Gold Air on those mountains. They're truly a home away from home. Aw, thanks, Henry. So great talking to you. Take uh, Keep in touch, and we'll talk soon, okay? You too. Take okay. care. Okay, bye-bye. In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different. The joke of the cast. Do you guys know what blood type most optimists are? B positive. <laughs> and now, it's time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. We're actually going to change things up. It's your old friend Soy with the Gaxpiration this week, and it's because Sunshine got to do the interview with Henry Yuri. And this one's a little bit different. Camp's right around the corner, and so with that, we turn to our friend, the great naturalist John Muir, who once said, going to the mountains is going home. And with those words of wisdom, the podcast draws to a close. I want to thank Sunshine for that interview, and I want to thank Henry Yuri for taking time to do that interview. I thought it was a really good one. I thought they had some really good insights. And I want to thank you for listening. Right? The podcast is nothing without you. If you like it, rate it, review it on iTunes, share it with somebody. We love to have people listen, even if they don't go to camp. We think there's valuable stuff there for everybody. Until next time, I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.